This is Can We Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, the talk it over show. Talk it over. It's your man, K.I. from Bed-Stuy, and welcome back. This is Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. I'm laughing because my man, Leon, I'm looking at him. Leon is eating. So we know Leon's in the building. How you doing, brother Leon? Really, bro? I'm still good. doing. I'm doing great, right, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back, man. We had a thank real you. hot topic last week, huh? I said thank you. Fire. Yes, sir. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I see Miss Robin. Robin, what's good? How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Wonderful. Welcome back, and thank you for your insight and input last week. Really appreciate it. We're going to um, – um, that those, those um, social topics, I think we're going to just keep riding this one out, right, and, and delivering a message as best we can in the platform and format that we've been given. Let's see. Is Miss Bree bringing the tea in the building? Always. And she brought it last week. Thank you so much um, for sharing um, like real live uh, instances of what your interactions uh, with the police department and and the protests were. Right. Because you live right there. Right. Yes. So so really appreciate that. And also, is that Miss Sasha? Miss Sasha. Miss Sasha came back and joined us. I did come back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Sasha. Really appreciate you coming on. Thanks and then, for having me. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're like the quiet storm. You're quiet, easy going, and then when you have something to say, you say it. Appreciate it. And of course, once again, is that Big O? Yes, sir. Big O. Ready to bring down the house. What keeping you in the know? All right. So now um, that everybody has uh, that everybody's back, I'm glad you guys came back this week. Really appreciate it. Uh, I I forgot to um, last week, forgot to thank our our engineer and our co-producer, our engineer Bumpy and our co-producer and Miss Anna Banana, um, who make sure uh, they both make sure that we sound good and and bring us in with um, with really good uh, quality. So definitely wanted to say thank um, thank you to both of them. Um, let's see. Y'all ready for the feel-good story today? Yep. All right. Let me put my reading glasses on. Uh, okay. He's a, he's, and he's here's actually one. doing that, y'all, just so you know. Yeah, I am. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one for you. Uh-oh. The, uh-oh. I, and if I'm not mistaken, this is coming out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Oh, Listen, you know what? Charlotte has a lot to make up for, so it's all good. There you go. Yeah, they do, don't they? <laughs> no, 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 we don't. What do we have to make up for? <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, uh, after, uh, after a boy was abandoned at hospital, Peter was asked to take him for a weekend and kept him for a lifetime. Who is Peter? Uh, well, we're going to get into that. Right. A boy, a boy, (laughs) a boy has finally found his forever dad, a single man that uh, that actually took on uh, a child. Uh, This this gentleman's name uh, is uh, the young man's name is Tony Mutabazi. Um, Tony Mutabazi's childhood hasn't been easy. After his birth parents gave him up for adoption, he spent a few years in the foster care system before being adopted at the age of four. But those parents left him in a Charlotte, North Carolina hospital when he was 11 and never returned. A few days later, uh, Peter Mutabazi, oh boy, yeah, uh, received a phone call from a foster care worker, Jessica Ward, requesting that 
uh, he take Tony for the weekend. Peter, who had already been a foster parent for three years, knew he had to do more um, after hearing Tony's story. Uh, so basically what Peter did was adopt, uh, adopt Tony as his own child. Oh, wow. Yep. Now, one of the things that's significant about it is that Tony uh, is uh, white and Peter, his adopted dad, is black. Oh, yay! Yes. Isn't that a great story? And yes. yes. And they have, I mean, you've got to see the pictures of this father-son combination. They look amazing together. They oh, really God look good. Right. Yeah, and so big up to Tony for finding uh, a really cool dad in Peter, uh, who was already a uh, uh, he was already a foster care parent, but actually took on the role of being um, Tony's uh, adopted son. Wow! Yeah, it's really cool if you you get a chance to look them up. There's a uh, Tony and Peter Mutabazi. Tony and Peter Mutabazi. Look up their story. It was on Good Morning America, and it's just a wonderful thing to see. All right. So, without further ado, Big Oh, what we got cooking, Big Bro? What we got cooking today, young man? All right, we about to hop back into the dating and relationship scene. For all those people out there who love just hearing how we talk it over on these various topics today, the topic, and I think it's very relevant to what we're experiencing as a nation uh, and relevant, you know, just going forward and how you live life. Should your partner, your significant other, whoever you are uh, involved with, should they be your champion or should they be your challenger? And we're talking in the scope of. Say you have you feel very passionate or zealous about a stance. It could be a political stance, a social justice issue, but the person you're with is not as uh, uh, as um, passionate about it, or could even be on the opposite side of your your viewpoint. Do you need your partner to be your champion, or do you need your partner to be a challenger? Um, the way I like to think of it is in terms of like radicalism, right? And these are extremes and you can find them, you know, these are extremes, but let's say you, you are quote unquote, have a radical idea on a certain topic. It could be social justice. It could be defunding or, uh, basically shutting down, you know, police departments. It could be political issues. It could be child labor. It could be whatever. Abortion. It could be abortion. Let's say you are radical and you're you're totally against abortion or totally against, um, you know, uh, being pro-life. Yeah, whatever. Whatever the issue is. Do you need to be with someone who is on the same page or do you need someone who can kind of check or keep you in check a little bit about the realities of this fight? Hmm. So. What do you, what do you, cause I can see, me personally, I can see it going either way. Of course we want yep. champion. Yeah. Yeah. We all want our champion. We want our person to kind of take on the, our cause, but also if you don't have somebody to check you or that person is not in your life to keep you in check, you could go totally over. And that's how you get these, uh, violent environmental, uh, activists blowing up paper making meals because you know there's nobody to keep them in check to keep them balanced and be like hey oh, that's, I'm, all, I'm all for saving the tree <laughs> but let's let's dial down a little bit right like, you, okay honey 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 <laughs> Put you know, hey, I mean it could go either way you want somebody you yeah. want somebody to have your back and feel as you feel because you're, you're personally uh I don't know I think a personal depends. stake in it but I think it I think it depends on the disposition of the individual um because some people can't handle uh, having someone to check them. So some people mm. would actually prefer someone who always agrees with them. And I feel like that is toxic as fuck, but you know, that's just me. Um, Which one do you think is healthier? I honestly feel like it's, uh, you need a healthy, uh, uh, I think a, a healthy uh, balance of the two, to be quite honest. It's like, it's, a, it's, 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 it's like a, a continuum. 
You know, you, you, you want somebody to champion you, but you want somebody that's also not scared to say, dial it down. Hey, or, or better yet, maybe I'm not trying to tell you how to think, but I'm trying to show you a different way of thinking about what you're talking about. And then go from there. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, you know, either having someone who's just 100% with you without even having their own mind about it. I think both, I think either of those extremes are bad, personally. So let's let's bring this break this down in terms of like let's say you know let's let's go ahead we talked about this last week but the mm-hmm. the big issue of racial injustice right? right let's say now we all agree there's different ways to be active and be an activist Correct. there's different right. ways you can express Protest. that yeah well what if you're dealing with someone who says like say you are the person that's like I'm going to be on the front lines of the protest I'm going to be out there shouting Breonna mm-hmm. Taylor's name George Floyd's name all these victims names I'm going to be front line and center mm-hmm. at every uh press conference uh I'm going to be keeping up with every all of the trials and everything if it gets to that point and you are dealing with someone who says I like your cause but I don't need to be I'm going to be trying to work from the inside mm-hmm. right and it's like we all know that 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 saying of you, you don't don't go to their table trying to change it. Right. Build, build your, your own. own. Right. Build your own table. Right. So what if you have somebody who's trying to go into the because t- like we said before, it's an institutional thing. It's not just right. like a one thing. Somebody who's trying to change it. From, from, the, from sitting the, at their table inside right right yeah and you're like no i'm not sitting at their table i'm trying to build my own table but think of it that way right you know, I, in, that, but again i feel like that then becomes an issue of people having fundamentally different ide- ideas about how to approach problems right because to me personally like i I just got into uh, a relationship, right? And it first off came out of nowhere and I'm happy for it, you know, all through quarantine and whatnot. And one of the things I found, what I really appreciate about her is we don't necessarily think exactly alike, even though we have very similar ways of approaching things. Like I know that because of who she is and, and how I've, um, how, how I'm understanding her to be as a person, I know that she will, champion me right and certain i like ideas that i may have but i also have enough faith and trust in her that she will also challenge if it's necessary just so that i can Man, leon, have a different perspective get out of here leon get look get out of <laughs> no, here bro. no <laughs> it's too early to know any of them things but here look, we go real here quick go. yeah I'm, a, I'm, a, right. I'm gonna cut i'm gonna cut ass today uh, go for it. that's way too early you need okay. Okay. you need as a matter of fact you need the kind of longevity that comes with um uh, can we can we welcome uh brother Chang? yeah Bell? let's get the, the Chang Chang Bell, 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 with you Hey man, sorry. I was. I knew it must have been my connection. I was just on there watching that spinning wheel. Like, yes, they're in another meeting. I'm like, <laughs> <"That's my meeting." laughs> it, it happens. So, so the the topic is: Does your significant other, wife, and or partner need to be your champion or challenger as it pertains to um, any of your particular points of view? Right. And Republicans so now, and Democrats get along. Yeah. Can right. you be Republican right. yeah. and live with a Democrat or whatever? Yeah. yeah. But but I had to, I had to knife into Brother Leon's um um <laughs> piece and I and I respect it, Brother Leon. Mm. But you need the type of longevity that like let's say you have with someone like Changa and I, we've known each other for over 20 years before you can really know whether or not that person that you are in a relationship with is going to be your champion or your challenger. Okay. Maybe he already knows. You have the foundation and the cornerstone to build from, but you really don't know until you're in the crux of it, right? Mm-hmm. Whether or not that person is really going to be your champion or challenger because it's situational, right? No, no, but again, the topic is not necessarily whether or not I knew that or would know right. it. it you, the topic is which do I prefer? And I'm telling you, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going off of. So regardless of, of time elapsed, I, I, I ain't no spring chicken. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been doing this for some time. I pay attention. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. I ain't new to this game. <laughs> Who are you talking to? 
Fair, en- fair I enough. Okay. Think that it's <laughs> easier said than done because right, like, right. we yes. can say like, "No, nah, I want somebody that's going to challenge me." You know, like I don't want somebody that's Thank always going to follow suit or whatever. Right. But then it happens, and that's when the arguments kind of spark, and that's, that's when, when I kind of look at you like, "Hold up, wait, you're not for the kids. You don't really care about how much I care about the kids." Now right. I look at right. you differently now. You know, right. like, right. and now how that's how cool. do I really? Because in the back of my mind, we could do everything else. We'll move along, dates, other conversations and stuff. But in the back of my mind, while I'm at work, while I'm doing a project for my kids, I'm always going to be thinking about the fact that mm-hmm. you don't see the value and, and how much I'm fighting for the, the kids. You know, like, why this is important to me. Like, I don't feel like you can see that value because you keep trying mm-hmm. to challenge it. So let me throw let me throw That's one in there with you, Bree. Like, so let's say in that scenario, right, that you you're you're all about the kids and let's say you are employed with a certain organization that's doing great work. Right. And you're with someone who supports you while you're in that organization. But then, hey, life comes along and he's like, hey, I got a great opportunity for myself, a profession that I is going to take me over here and I want you with me and you can to be with that person is going to take you away from that organization. Not saying you can't find another one, but do you feel like, and then, and then, like you said, here come the arguments. I like what you're doing. I like that you love kids, but that's not your, they're not that important to me that I'm going to stay here and miss out on this opportunity because you don't want to leave the organization or no, you don't leave the devotion. Like how, that's me, a challenge, right? I mean, not in a sense, because for me, okay. it's like, one, I like new things. So when okay. right. this is going to take me to a new opportunity. Gotcha. Two, the goal is that I, I come to this one organization, I do as much as I can to change and make it better, and then I want to go off to other organizations to do the same thing. You know, like, because you come to this one place, you end up getting comfortable, and, like, I've already done my task. You know, like, I could be there for X amount of years, or I've already taught other people the, the steps that they need to take in order to do the job that I was once doing. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so that's not really a conflict for me, because it's, it's not like I can't work with kids anymore. You know, like, I can go to this other state or country or whatever and still be able to work with kids. So, come on, we out. As long as, you know, we both benefiting and that's to top it off. I'm not just working with students in New York anymore. I'm working with students. I'm taking the things I've learned from out in New York and I'm being able to apply that in Canada or Hawaii or whatever. You know, like, so I don't really, I don't think that would be a conflict for me. Now, now if he said, we go somewhere where they don't have no kids and you can't teach and <laughs> that would be an issue for me. I'd be like, okay, wait, hold on. I can't not teach. I can't not work with the kids. <laughs> so I got one. I got one for you. Maybe it maybe it's relatable. Maybe it's not. So and and this is an issue. So I have a a really good friend. His wife is she's a bigot, right? And you know, and and he and I have had conversations about it, but I don't feel like he challenges her enough on those issues. Mm. Mm -hmm. On on her biases. Yeah, I mean, she's straight up bigot. She makes it now. Does he? But maybe he shares those biases, and he just you don't know that, right? Um, you know, I, I thought about that, and I thought maybe that's part of the reason he doesn't challenge her mm. on it. I don't think so. I think it's just. I think it may be related to she's the person who is responsible for th- their security, their lifestyle. How how yeah. close are you? How close are you with with this friend? And I, we're, we're really close. Like, um, but I don't, you know, so I'm, I'm on the fence and, and I'd love to get you all's feedback because I don't feel as though he challenges her enough on it, but that's I, my, but that's me for me. Right. No, I, okay. He, he yeah, does. That's, maybe. You know? Okay. So like, yes, that is your opinion, but you also get to choose who you um, associate with, whether you want to associate wanna, with yeah. and his, choice and partner is a reflection whether he wants to admit it or not of himself and his own personality so even if he doesn't necessarily even though his personal beliefs may may not be aligned i'm sorry but when you go with somebody like that like hey listen she's a serial killer not me i'm not the one killing people you know like so mm, right (laughs) i feel like as his friend challenge him Mm -hmm. oh yeah no you know right but to but but Absolutely, and I and I do because I or leave him alone, right? Right. So then, right. So then, but but 
Because I'm always challenging. I mean, I'm yeah. on. Yeah, we, we know. We know, Nas. We know you are. I want to hear from the. So, so should I? But so my question then is, right, because I there there I have my moments, right? I have my moments when I'm pressing him and I'm and I'm on him about it. But then also, you know, I, I'm like, I don't live in their home with them. Right. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Not, it's not your fight. Right. It's right. I, I right. That's your fight. I get you. I get what you're saying. I right. get it. And you know, you you got a friendship, a relationship that that is on a certain level. And as we all do, we all have relationships that are on a certain level, and then they have other relationships right. that are on another level that don't right. necessarily have anything to do with us. That has none of our business. Um, right. I do want to hear from the two currently married people in the room um, on how they deal with you know when you're when your spouse is your challenger and you want them to be your champion and versus when they're your champion and they may have pushed you way past what you, you know, like, uh, or, or may have, um, turned into a situation where you weren't checked and now you're, you're too far in a sense. Yeah. I I think, uh, Nas hit it on the head. It's always just situational. I mean, my wife is both challenger and champion probably more champion than challenger. And whenever she's been challenging, it's usually just something petty that gets under my skin. <laughs> uh, you know, cause I, I call it dual leadership. And, uh, but, but part of leadership is it is uh, service, service oriented, at least it is for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, um, you know, what I'm doing may be like straight up invisible to her. <laughs> so it'd be just small stuff. Uh, like the other day I was cooking, doing the cookout, her family came over. As soon as they walked through the door, I started to put some burgers on, did this, this, that, and the other. And right when they were ready, and I was about to, uh, to, uh, to, to have everybody sit down, she was like, oh, let me show you what's new in the garden. And they were off. <laughs> I was kind of like, the fuck? You know, like, right. I did all this work. I'm not a slave on the grill. Right. <laughs> and so then I even shouted out. I was like, hey, you know. You want your medium well? You want to eat. So, so she looked up. She, uh, she, she answered me. She said, what? And I said, food's ready. And she just nodded, but she didn't hear me. Right. She just nodded. And so I'm expecting them to come. So 20 minutes later, shit is sweaty and lukewarm and, and the thing. Right. The burger's done. And I got, you know, I got to kind of like repress my attitude and all that stuff. And <laughs> later when we talk about it, she's like, oh, I didn't hear you. And I'm, so, just like, I'm just like, well, babe, you just wasn't in line with what I was doing anyway. As soon as they walked through the door, I got up, started doing that. So that's very petty considering, like I said, this woman's been through poverty with me three times. Mm. Like poverty. Didn't, look, didn't roll over next to me and say, yo, you a sucker. Uh, I'm out. You know, yeah, just didn't move her head. So, right, right. you know, like give me a whole bunch of drama. So, you know, it's really petty for me to even bring up <laughs> right one example but i'm human too so when those little things sort of get in the way yeah that's, that's just a small example but I, so i think Nas is right saying is is situation then it, it's just up to us whether we're gonna let stuff bother us or not like obviously i'm still holding on to that a little bit um, right, right. <laughs> so so it's about really being able to release it well, let's bring it to this level. And, and I want to hear from Sasha as well. Like, let's bring it to the to where we at now. Right. COVID-19 pandemic. You're a champion that believes in social distancing, believes in wearing masks, believes in taking all the precautions necessary. Let's say you're a significant other. And there's people out there because I, I just read an article about it that are like, no, I'm going to go to City Hall and protest the mandate on the mask because that's infringing upon my rights and let the kids go out there and play in the dirt because it boosts their immune system. And this is a uh, this is a weaponized uh, political um, you know, conspiracy yeah. that the government's putting on. So what if, what do you do when you're like, no, I need to, I'm rallying behind protecting and being safe and championing, you know, social distancing. And your significant other is the challenger who says, no, let those kids be kids and be healthy and, you know, build their immune system naturally and don't put masks on them and fringe upon, you know, that that's a real conversation that maybe none of us are having, but I guarantee you somebody is dealing with that and they're, they're opposed. They, they're, I'm going to answer for Sasha. 
Sasha, like, I'll see you in divorce court, son. That's it. That, that's it. I will say that in the context of any stressful situation, COVID, civil unrest, what have you, uh, economic hardship, if you're not on the same page well, with your partner, you are done. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. You can save your challenging for when the times are better and when, you know, there's a room and sort of when there's something to be challenged, when Mm -hmm. it's about health and you kind of, oh, you kind of took it out of context. I am for developing a healthy immune system and my kids do run around and play. So, uh, that's not, I just, I was talking about like crowded places, places like New York, Brooklyn streets, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that in these challenging times, unprecedented is an overused word, right? That we all should have trademarked. Right. Um, <laughs> it is to be on the same page with your partner is key. Like, it is absolutely a deal breaker. And I have seen couples go their separate way during the quarantine Mm. because of that, right? Mm. Because for whatever reason, be that political, be that health related, whatever. Mm. Now I will broaden that and say that in the current political climate, I would say it's a deal breaker. So somebody, um, I don't remember who said that uh, Democrats versus Republicans, since 2016, I'm going to go ahead and say it is very difficult to exist in a, if you're not agnostic, if you're not a disengaged voter, right? Mm-hmm. I think that it's very challenging to exist in a partnership with someone who doesn't share your beliefs. We always talk about like sharing beliefs, yeah. uh, views, yeah, what's what's good for the greater society, for the citizens of this country or, you know, the the inhabitants of this country. So I I do think that being each other's champions is incredibly important. Save the challenges for when there's room to be challenged. So Mm -hmm. be the devil's advocate when somebody's thinking of starting a business and you're concerned, right? Still support, always support your partner. If they're passionate about something. Like a healthy challenge. Exactly. Okay, so would this be an example of one? And and, because I want to get on the same page with with you guys on what you mean when you're, when the context you're bringing when you say healthy challenge. Let's say, uh, you know, let's, let's skip let's put the pandemic and the civil unrest aside and say just a normal, a normal relationship, uh, partnership challenge. Let's say you are with your, your significant other. Hey, I want to live my life in suburbia, wherever that is partner. No, I want to live my life in urban, uh, centralized city dwelling. Like that's a challenge, right? And that's something that can, can potentially be very, uh, hard to, to overcome in a relationship. So you're, you're challenging each other because you're, you're, you're both bringing the, uh, positive aspects of why my version of living is better than your version of living and doing the same thing. Why their version of, of living is better than your proposed version. That's, that's a very simple answer because I went through it in uh-huh. happy wife, happy life. It took us 13 years to get here because she didn't want to be out here. Now we out here. <laughs> like she, I would, yeah, How'd you do I'll, that? I'll second that. She wanted to, she wanted to stay urban. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. country. Uh-huh. She was like, nah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I just had to keep for it each year. Now she's out here and she loves it. She's uh-huh. like, man, she's like, man, I wish I had listened to you earlier. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, for me, is. I feel like it's, uh, when I think of a challenge, I, I want to come to you and say, hey, I want to move to the suburbs. And you kind of walk me through myself, you know, like, are you financially ready? Um, when you move out there, you're going to be able to, you know, pay your bills, pay your rent and then get furniture and everything else. And, you know, 
you know, just different things like walk me through myself. Are you going to be able to commute from where you live to where you work now? So that way, maybe those are the things that I didn't think of, you know, like I was just so eager to move and get a house. And I wasn't really thinking about the other, like, you know, uh, responsibilities that come with it. And I would want someone to sit me down and like, hold on, wait, let's think about all of the factors before you just take this leap of faith, you know? So that's the kind of challenger that I would want. Okay. I will add to that. Well, actually, I think the quarantine made it easier for anybody who wanted to move to the suburbs to make that move. I I have neighbors in my building where the wife was against moving out of the city for years. They fought for years. He, the husband was ready. He found the house. It was on the market. And it took the quarantine, quarantining in Brooklyn for her to be like, okay, fine, I will go because what the next two, three years look like. Have I you don't checked up know, on them? So. Like, have you checked up they, on them? Actually, they just moved on the 15th. So Okay, so they uh, haven't even had enough time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's so. kind of like Changa, like what you were saying with, with your, but you you waited her out. No, I mean, well, so a little bit. Slow of that, burn. Is she, she's from the country, so she... Uh, he had that experience on me. She yeah. And, and, okay. and so I listened to her when she's like, oh, I don't want to do it. But she, you know, I had lived in New York for 10 years. I, mm-hmm. I had been as urban as you could be. And mm-hmm. I just, I wanted to live where I couldn't see my neighbors. Like even now we're on a couple acres, but I still didn't even like this. Cause I said, I want to look out my window and not mm-hmm. see a neighbor. Yes, sir. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that we are where we are. Cause you know, I, we did need a sense of community. I just say at the end of the day, it's like if you're friends or if you love that person, uh, you know, like I wanted some nookie at some point. You know, I wasn't <laughs> location. You know, the bed is real. Now we're getting where the bed is. I don't care if the bed's in the city or the country. Right. I want right. to be welcome to it. I don't want to be like, nah, man. Right. So, okay. That's so real. I, think, I, I think that in a relationship you should always be that person's champion, but but without but definitely being able to challenge them on anything on any topic, right? Yeah. That's one of the things that really solidifies a relationship, right? That you're really that person's champion. I mean, you wouldn't. I, I couldn't imagine being in a relationship and I wasn't that woman's champion, you know, or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. But with that said they're going to come with challenges and I'm going to challenge you to be the best that you can be because you are my champion. Right. So, um, with that said, uh, for those who've just joined us, let's talk it over. Talk it over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And, um, we're happy to have, uh, an amazing cast, um, join us on this week's podcast. And, and then going forward, we've made a, a decision that we're going to include, um, and, and keep uh, ourselves updated on COVID and uh, the social unrest that um, that is pervading the land and keeping us from being the best that we can be as citizens, right? So uh, last week, Changa, we we um, actually you kind of spearheaded and and motivated this in me um, when I'd ask everybody to come back on and do the podcast. And you shared with me that you hadn't been doing your podcast for a while because you just really didn't have anything to say, right? You know, it's tough. We got to process everything that's going on. Absolutely. So, um, share with us um, before Robin. We haven't heard from you, but I, but I want to have Changa share with us just some of the uh, just some of the things that you were uh, that you were going through. Maybe some feelings that you want to share. Um, and, and going forward, because we want to make this a part of our, our regular show, and we didn't get a chance to uh, hear from you last week about your your view on uh, COVID and, as well as the social unrest, or what I call the the the, the virus that's even greater than COVID, and that's uh, the the climate of racial bigotry in this country. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, obviously, that's a that's a huge topic. I mean, in in short, for me. Um, I'm very spiritually minded and spiritually guided and not that I have like schizophrenia, but it's like, you know, it's sort of like Noah, like I'm sort of, I'm, I'm in communication and I get told what to do. 
And right. so right now, I just haven't had that muse. You know, mm-hmm. poets call it a muse. The Bible inspiration. Calls it, yeah, Bible calls it, and you know, inspiration. So I haven't uh, get, gotten directives. Right. Email. So uh, with everything else in my life, usually it's that way, you know, down to being married, starting a business is always like, do this. And it's more like a thought. It's not like a voice. It's a thought that comes up as a directive and not like I'm pondering. Right. So uh, I noticed that those directives weren't coming. So I was like, oh, shit. So I was running myself sort of busy doing all this busy work. And I realized like, hey, maybe it's uh, I'm going to just be. Yeah, like like the coach. Kind of just be. God is a coach. Coach yep. says, sit out, you on the bench. Yeah. Like, now nah, I can contribute to this game. I can contribute. I'm your style. Like, nope, you you resting, you're on the bench. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm just being obedient as always and just taking my time on the bench. That's right on. Nothing wrong with that. Do you guys want a little like um positivity with coronavirus? Sure. Come on with it. So I was actually reading that Dr. Fauci, if that's how you pronounce his name. Um, He praised New York City because we've been handling the virus correctly. So our numbers uh, out of nine states, I believe he said, we're the top um, state to have handled the coronavirus correctly. Our numbers have been dropping. We went from 10,000 cases a day to now 776 cases a day, and it mm. keeps going down. So we've been doing really well as a state. Right. Right. On. That's what's up. Right. Beautiful. Thank you, Thank you for that. So, Ms. Yeah. Robin, <laughs> champion, challenger, where you at with this? My, gosh, my, my, head, my head's all over the place. I, it's made me, I, I'm like with Changa. I'm, 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 I'm experiencing this quiet, quiet moment. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know because I can, well, as far as, as far as relationships go, somebody had said something a while back and um, in this session. And I, I, on a lot of issues, I feel like you, uh, you know, when you're choosing a partner or whatever, I guess it was related to children with Sasha. I can't remember, but you, I think you kind of know. Um, oh no, it was about protest. Maybe Kai, maybe you said it. I can't remember. You know, somebody's going to be in that front line doing all that stuff or whatever. And the other person wants to do it, you know, back behind the scenes. Well, you know, pretty much that you're both fighting for the same cause. I don't really think that you're going to go into a relationship when you're going to have those contrasts, right? Mm -hmm. With some real crucial issues. I mean, I just like, like Sasha said, dating a Republican prior to 2016, I probably wouldn't have, I have some conservative views myself. I probably wouldn't have even thought about that. But as of 2016, it's, you know, without asking (laughs) the first question, that's what I'm thinking. You know, mm-hmm. it, it has to be what I'm thinking because I already know that there's just too much there. I'm a challenger as well. Right. And there is too much there that I am going, we are going to be beating heads. And that is just, you just don't want to start a relationship like that. You know, there's, I got enough people in my life that I've met across, you know, the ages that I already know from day one. Yeah. You know, we, we, we need to, we need to stay in opposite rooms, but, um, so I, I, so I think you, you, you kind of know when it comes to some serious moralistic type issues, whether you're going to be on the same page or not, how you choose to fight it or battle it or voice it, you know, it's up to you. I mean, I was married for 30 years and was with that person for almost 40. And, um, I started to become a little bit more vocal <laughs> about my opinions and things. And he was of the business world and the business mindset and, um, mindset and he wasn't as vocal and that became a challenge for me because I would be like you know like we're standing here in an episode or an incident or whatever and you're not standing up to 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 what I'm feeling even though I know you agree but you're going to be that person that says there's some things are just better left unsaid well if it's something super important to me take race we're gonna be at a dinner table or a dinner party whatever and you're gonna say something I'm not gonna be quiet I don't care whether you're my best friend or you're my enemy or you're somebody I don't even know or I've met for the first time. You're going to yeah. get the point of view. If I lose you in the process, so be it, right? But now I'm going to look to my partner and go, what, what, where's my backup? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, where's my backup? Yeah. Well, here's the flip side of that. I couldn't be a VP of a corporation because I couldn't be neutral. Right. <laughs> right. He can, you know what I'm saying? 
but that became a challenge. I mean, that's one of the reasons I'm, we're not married. We're still good friends. Right. I just, I don't know, for whatever reason. And you know what? I got a tight circle. Maybe he's got a bigger circle. I'm, I'm good with that. That's a good I'm example. I'm going to be who I need to be at the moment. Um, race is a huge, you know, issue with me, with my friends and a lot of people. And mm. I, I'm just not going to be quiet. I'm sorry. That's I'm a good example. Though. Rude, That's great. Yeah. That's not a great example. Be rude, but you're going to know that in my presence, you just can't go there. So if I'm respecting you and I'm having enough respect for you to tell you that and challenge you on that, you need to have enough respect for me to know that I'm being serious. Now we can move on and still be friends. We may right. not need to like, but if you're going to disrespect me in any way, then I'm out, right? Right. right. So I don't know if you want to call that a challenge or not. I don't, I don't know, but I'm going to stick to that, right? I think um, the, your biggest point, I mean, you made a lot of great points, but I think one, one for me anyway, I don't know about everybody else, but what really stood out is like you said, like when you are having those moments where you are vocalizing your opinion and your significant other is mum and you're like, hey, whoa, 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 where, where's where's my champion? Where's my yeah. champion? Your silence yeah. is now being my challenger. Yeah. Yeah. The silence is acceptance, as they say. Right. And so because even though you we share the same view, because you are not vocalizing it with me and making clear to everyone else where you stand. Right. Then, yes, it is becoming now a challenge because you're backing me up in private. Right. But I need you to be backing me up in public. Absolutely. So, yeah, that also comes to. Um, I, I deal with a girlfriend on, on these topics daily. And, um, you know, if I'm going to tell somebody no, then I mean no. And they're going to hear me say no. Right. If you. The other person's going to say no, but that door still keeps left open. And then now you're, and now you're, you're allowing disrespect. You're allowing, diff, you know, just uh, whatever it might be that's coming your way. Well, right. you only have yourself to be responsible for. Why are they not doing that to me? Because they well, hurt me. Well, I think also what you're touching upon, Robin, is the importance of unity and how you represent yourself as a couple. You know, yes. You know, yeah. because yeah. because some people can even like they'll say, well, you know, this is just how I am. You know, one is more vocal than the other. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's not that's not uncommon. That's female, female, female. It doesn't matter yeah. the relationship. Like there's sometimes there's just some people who are just more confrontational. Right. Then, you know, if, you know, if you're lucky to get somebody who kind of responds to situations in the immediate and is aware and, and even keel to kind of keep, you can kind of keep each other. That's great. But sometimes it doesn't happen that way. And some people will argue that, you know, it works for them. So, you know, that's right. why, you know, at the top, Nas was like, you know, this is situational. Like, I agree a hundred percent. Like it's definitely situational definitely. in the sense that, you know, Context yes. matters. Context definitely context matters. matters. You know, it definitely Always. matters. And, and you, you want, and that's why another thing too, that I mean, cause I will say, Initially, when I was going over, you know, before the show started, we were talking about, you know, the actual topic. And I'm, I think one of the things that gets lost is how we sort of villainize the word challenge, right. you know, yeah. or yeah. conflict. Because, like, conflict in and of itself isn't a bad thing. It just means two opposing thoughts. So it's right. like, you know, if you can kind of keep it in that, that sort right. of mindset, yeah. like, okay listen, you don't share the same thing that I do and that's fine. But I will say that the overarching thing to me in my mind is at the end of the day, I want somebody, we don't have to think exactly alike, but we have to have like similarities and, and foundational and, you know, sort, sort of like moral concepts in order right. for cool it to work. Values, values, right? Values, core values. Core exactly. values. Which we've talked about before, you know? Yeah, core, core values. And, and, and the core values actually helps you construct the rules. Exactly. Because right? the then you'll know, you're you'll know the, the person you're dealing with. Right. Well, here's the other thing. If you're, not, if you're not of the acceptance, if you're not able to accept challenge, and you, life just, want, work and you just want a champion all the time, life isn't gonna work. that kind of makes you a little bit of a narcissist, like we talked Absolutely. about a long time ago, right? Yeah. That just means it's my way or the highway, and yeah. that doesn't work. That right. doesn't work. So I need a challenge in my life. I am a challenger, so yeah. somebody better challenge me, because I'm going yeah, to be... Robin, on the flip side, you can have somebody who is just uh, an incessant, like, I don't care what you tell me, I'm going to tell you the opposite. 
So Ooh, there's that yeah. there's that yeah. thing too. Yeah, opposition just to be opposition. You know, yeah. like mm. just for the sake. Like, you know, it's funny because I've been accused. I've been having been in uh, interracial relationships or in interracial interracial relationships. Um, I, I I say it as I like to play the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm white. You're black. Get, that's that's a fact. That's always going to be a fact. There's always going to be that difference, right? Mm. Um, in saying that, and even I'm going to bring this to political as well. I like to play devil's advocate in a lot of ways because I want to understand the Republican side of things. Mm. I need to know why they think their facts are are real, and we think our facts are real. And, you know, because there's only one set of truth, right? Mm. So I, but but I want to hear. And view and understand that side of things. So, if I'm in a relationship with a a black, a black man, mm-hmm. I can't know or pretend to know how you walk in your shoes. You can't pretend to know how I walk in mine. So, if I can't challenge you on your points, and therefore you can't challenge me on mine, how are we ever going to? understand each other you're not you're never going to come you're never going to right so that has to exist for in my case for me that has to exist in order to move on now when you can throw that because in all fairness defenses i'm actually reading white fragility right now which is a phenomenal book yes it is yeah yeah and i mean that defensiveness comes up right away right away on both sides you know Mm -hmm. on all sides um because we're you know People are uncomfortable in their in their own skin a lot of times. So if you can get past that defensiveness, which happens a lot the present day with 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 me and my you know relationships, and then at the end it's kind of like that was a really great discussion. Because we really know that we're on the same page. But then that automatic defensive that comes into play from my ancestry, your ancestry, who's ever our history. Um, it, it's just there. Mm-hmm. We got to break that down. But then to come back and resurface and say, we really ultimately fight for the same thing. Right. And by the way, we wouldn't be together if you thought differently of me. Right. 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 So, so it's like, you, it's like you have to have key. that constant coming yeah, back. That's key. Like so the, you'll hit that challenge yeah. right away. And then you, and then you end up championing each other. Right. And, uh, right. Over the same topic, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Balance. Right. Yeah, I was just gonna say that you gotta have to have both of them within yourself. You know, be able to be a champion and a challenger. So that way, when right. you meet anyone, you might be one or you might be the other. But I know how to deal with the both. So I'm challenging on. everything that I don't like, and I'm championing everything I do like. That's, there you oh, go. <laughs> That's the right way. That's the right. I'm challenging you when you do what I don't want you to do, and I'm championing you when you do what I want you. So, so don't see anything wrong with that. Do this a lot, right? Because they say? challenge everything, and then when you finally catch them, they're like, "No, no, right, no, right. no." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, Leon, what what made you know with this with this young lady that you're dating? What mm-hmm. made you know that you had uh, had someone who was going to be your champion? as well as your challenger. And, and, and who is a beautiful person, beautiful young lady. Such a period of time. I've, <laughs> Thank you. I've met her. Yeah, Thank I've you. had a chance to, make, to meet her, so. Um, I will say, I mean, and to your point, you're right, as far as, like, time. Like, no, I was messing you know, with you. No, 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 but you're right, though, because, again, everything is all well and good when things are well and good. So it's like, you know, that I, I'm not, I am not so naive, like, to the, the idea of something that's new, to not realize that, you know, over time, when you when you are confronted with certain situations, that's when you are really forced to kind of say, hey, you know what, what is what we have? But to answer your question, um, you know, in the early, early goings of us getting to know each other, I realized that, you know, through my previous, you know, attempts at, you know, relationships, I've come to understand about myself that I do look for certain like we talked about core values you know and so like not any one specific thing that i recognize in our conversation but just overall you know how she reacted or carried herself or carries herself 
and, right. and you know, in conversation and with interactions with others. And I just look at like, okay, well, we already have fundamentally, like, especially since we're getting to know each other during this time, like, you know, one of the first things that I was really paying attention to is how her response to all of this and, and how upset it made her. I'm like, oh, okay, you just as passionate about the shit as I am. That's what's up. You know, yeah. as opposed to being real passive about it. I'm just like, mm, I don't know. OK, so you think this is this is bad, but it doesn't really affect you. I don't know if I could rock with that. You know what I'm saying? So like, certain things about like just in just in conversation, you know, aside from her just natural born intelligence, but her ability to kind of like, OK, in observing what's happening and process how that as affecting her. And then we then engage and interact on that. So it's just those sort of things that kind of let me know, like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. Like you definitely will champion, but you also challenge just because of conversation, you know? Um, and as those things continue, I'll, I'll be glad to provide more insight for you. Yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> always love to hear uh, how relationships go, um, which yeah, yeah, for sure. kind of created the, the show, yeah, you know, exactly. um, you know, uh, love the idea of uh, forming and creating relationships, right? Um, that's what this is all about, right? So this is going to conclude uh, Talk It Over, right? Thank you all for joining us. Uh, I hope that you all will uh, continue to join us uh, in the future uh, on other podcasts. Um, we hadn't been on, uh, had been doing tapings for a while because um, I, I was uh probably in in the place that a lot of you were in over the last couple months you know angry frustrated disappointed um not really knowing uh what to say or do next i think changa you hit it right on the head um you know i i take my cue from the divine source yeah and if it and if the divine source says sit on the sideline and uh you're not in the game um i want to be a champion and not a challenger for those who are in the game and doing the best that they can. Um, Absolutely. The same. And, and I'm yeah. sorry. I just want to say this um, to brother Changa. Um, I really appreciate your honesty in that uh, as far as expressing, you know, your challenge and all this, because I actually have talked to not just, you know, I've not just dealt with this myself, but even talking with, Oh, another, you know, um, black male friends of mine where we, found extreme difficulty in the idea of whether whatever that form of creativity was extreme difficulty in doing it and 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 it's in the midst of all this like especially right after george floyd like that was i was an emotional wreck like i I, it was hard for me to even really kind of process what was happening as far as you know how i was engaging or disengaging you know um so i definitely relate to that and and also relate to the you know wanting to be as authentic in whatever it is my my um line of creativity is and i can relate to that you know as well and you know i just want to thank you for your honesty yeah look so absolutely and on that note changa where where can we find you uh where can people uh find uh who you are and what you do i i don't even know at this point i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i have any you know i was like i said i was keeping busy going out in the garden, trying to do amazing things and stuff. And that, man, I, I literally have been meditating and sitting and just, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for um, that spark. And, and you know, it's not to be confused with depression. Right. right. What depression is uh, I had increased anxiety after George Floyd and all that stuff. And so it's not even that. It's just, um, I don't know. I don't have anything really planned. I still work with my youth, uh, with juvenile yeah. justice system. I do that once a week and, you know, I haven't been planning much. I've been working with United Negro College Fund, uh, you know, so there's still the sort of the corporate engine and the things that I do behind the scenes. But in terms of like the community work, I think the community is is redefining itself right now. And I think I I love what uh, Dave Chappelle had to say about that. in 846. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. 846, just like while the community is really defining itself, I'm I'm doing my best to... uh, the streets are talking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just to take my place where I am in this community and, and figure that out because I have, I had a truck ride by at the light with me yesterday. It had red, 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 
redneck on the back and it had every Trump Pence sticker, every mm. Confederate flag, everything. And, you know, that's my community now. So I'm at a light mm. with them. We eye to eye because I got a, I nicknamed my truck redneck. It's a big, big red Ram 2500. <laughs> right. So I'm sitting in redneck, looking at a redneck. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm just what gonna do. <laughs> I'm in an interesting place, you know. I'm in an interesting that's, place. That's funny. <laughs> that I'm sitting in a red, <laughs> looking at a redneck. Right. So it's like something Jay Z would say. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> looking at a redneck. <laughs> so, uh, all right, <laughs> love it, uh, Brianna. Where can we find you? What you doing? What's going on? You're mute. Mutant. I'm mute. Sorry. I was working. I was working in a daycare, so I just finished doing that. I was essential. <laughs> so I was working with um, students whose parents are essential workers, first responders, and stuff. So I was actually very grateful to do that. And now I'm able to take my summer off, and now I'm just chilling. Okay, that's what's up, Miss Sasha. What you doing? Where can we find you? I'll also do a plug for a nonprofit that's um, dear to my heart, and that is um, they're called Children of Promise. I don't know if anybody has heard of them. They're Brooklyn based, um, and they empower and work with children whose parents are incarcerated. And it's just a really needed underserved, overlooked cause that makes all kinds of positive impacts on the community. And I encourage you to check them out. They're on Insta and cpnyc.org is their website. So if you can, I don't know. I know that they're fundraising currently or even asking for just smaller donations. But once things open up, they're always looking for mentors and volunteers as well. All right. Say the name of the organization and the website one more time. Just for Children of Promise, uh, cpnyc.org. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. Miss Robin. Robin. Robin still got her Uganda thing going on. Yes. Um, my organization has set her free. Um, we really take uh, girls from the streets, try to give them a different opportunity at life uh, with skills and education and all that kind of stuff. Obviously that's all come to a halt. Um, and so right now, um, in order to try to prevent ourselves from falling backwards and these girls from going backwards, we are feeding, feeding as many families. So we've got over about 700 families that we're feeding right now. Um, primarily most of these girls and their extended families and we just like rolling day by day trying to do that because they don't know when this is over either. And if anybody has any masks, it needs, needs any masks, I've got some really cool, awesome print masks that they just shipped me a whole box from. Um, okay. So setherfree.org and you can find me there and I will gladly mail you a bunch of masks, African print masks. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, definitely want to get some of those. Um, Brother Leon. Yes, sir. Good. Where can we find you? Uh, well, I, I'll be honest, uh, I've been taking a bit of a well-needed social media break. Um, I, I still have my IG active, so you can find me at, just at Leon Ferguson straight that's on um, Instagram. Um, I haven't really been doing much recordings or anything like that, but as things progress in the near future, I'll definitely update you accordingly. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. And Big O, keeping you in the know. What's good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of right now I burn slow. So right now, um, I'm actually kind of just looking at organizations to get involved with because I want to make sure I pick one that suits my lifestyle and suits exactly how much I basically suits how I want to move. Right. There's a lot of organizations out there that just their whole, their only purpose is to bring attention. And I want to get involved with somebody that is actually involved with the, uh, like we said, the multi-layered uh, institution, not just pointing at cops, but also pointing at, like I said, the district attorneys and judges, let's see, getting people knowledgeable about how to vote and things like that. So I'm out here. So right now um, I'm not involved in anything just yet, 
like uh, Leon said, I'll update you as that comes along. Right. So right now, anybody who wants to find me can find me right here on the Talk It Over podcast. Yes, indeed. All right, folks, listen. So once again, thank you all. And uh, I hope you found something of value and meaning here. Um, I always like to thank my guest, um, co-host for coming on and spreading um, the word and the information and, and talking it over. All right. Don't forget so, to shout out Bumpy. Yeah, yes, yes, definitely. Shout out my uh, co-producer Bumpy, uh, who's also our head engineer, and uh, Miss Anna Banana, our co-producer, who keeps us live and direct on these virtual podcasts until we can get back in the studio. Look, hopefully uh, you all will join us next week. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm over here dancing. Of course. Get back in the studio. Be out here like, yeah. I, I miss these moments. I'll be very honest with you. It gives me an opportunity to connect with the human experience um, and connect with friends and family um, once again. And that's how I see you all. I love you all. Stay strong. Stay safe. Until yes. next time. You've been listening to Can We Talk It Over? podcast that begins in bed we hope you got what you needed make sure you subscribe holla at you next week